0: oh oh hello might I say Bonjarna oh. oh hi <laughs> or uh for the Americans that's uh Bonjarrno <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I thought that was gonna be funnier just did, didn't. oh
1: no I was I <laughs> I had a response in my head, and that uh, wasn't it wasn't coming. Yeah, it wasn't coming out.
0: What's That's all right.
1: what's the pizza that you? It's not delivery. <laughs> it's DiGiorno. I was gonna say. For DiGiorno. The Ameri-
0: banjardo, or for the Americans, DiGiorno. DiGiorno.
1: <laughs> but I couldn't think of the word DiGiorno, and so I didn't really react properly to your joke because I was trying to think of the word DiGiorno. I'm going to go
0: back in time. I'm going to give you credit for that great joke.
1: Okay, thank yeah. you.
0: Uh, I'll I, take
1: the retroactive credit for my botched joke.
0: <laughs> I have that, too. It's, the, the French have a term uh, for that, which is, uh, what is it? The spirit of the staircase. DiGiorno. Which is... Which is <laughs> Or in France, uh, a Neapolitan. <laughs> Just
1: not, probably not even Italian, but it's definitely no, not it's French. it's certainly, it's
0: certainly not <laughs> either of those mm. things. It's a shitty cardboard thing for Americans, yeah. because as I am discovering, all this shit not good. All the cheap foods not good.
1: Wait, I'm,
0: I'm finding it out.
1: Are you meaning to tell me? <laughs> That if it can exist in a freezer for an indefinite amount of time, let's say and eternally, and then I can pop it in the microwave and eat it in like you no know, four minutes, <laughs> easy. Yeah, it's not good for me.
0: Not even not good for you. I would go so far as to say just plain not good.
1: Because I mean, but some of these things say like heart healthy on them.
0: That's true. I don't know what it means, but I are just,
1: you telling me? Yes. That I should not just eat microwaved frozen mac and cheese every day for lunch.
0: <laughs> Listen, I would never <laughs> say that because, of course, you should. <laughs> but I am saying that if it comes out of a freezer box, I'm mm-hmm. learning. Like the thing is, I've been eating like disgusting cheap crap for years, mm-hmm. and now that like I'm trying really hard to eat fresher stuff that I cook myself, I'm finding out all that stuff is so disappointing now.
1: Yep. You know what I like? What? I like a good store bought salad. Yeah? Like those pre made ones.
0: Nice tasty salad.
1: Yeah, nice little salad. They come with a fork in them. You just like dump the contents in to the bowl that has right. the lettuce. And then you stir it up a little bit and eat it with your plastic fork it came with. It's great. Although today I had a disappointing one.
0: A disappointing salad? This is <laughs> the hot off the presses, fresh scoop.
1: Oh, they're actually. They're Christy usually. They're disappointing usually, salad. They usually are really good. Okay. Like, they. We haven't Surprise even introduced me. the show yet, by the way. No, this for is Goose, Goose Chase. Chase.
0: As you were <laughs> we saying. forget
1: to do that. Um, <laughs> let's talk some more about my lunch.
0: I want to know about your lunch. I'm fully invested now <laughs> in this shitty no, salad. Because
1: you, you sound sarcastic. <laughs> no, I,
0: I know. I understand why you would think that, but I genuinely am I excited to talk really about this. I
1: really want to hear you go on about your lunch. Yeah, I'm really. just so thrilled to hear I want to
0: hear more about this um, shitty lunch right no, now. I've,
1: I've had a lot of different ones in... There's, like, a Greek one that comes with Kalamata olives and a mm-hmm. good dressing. And that one's always good. And there's a bunch of different ones I really like. And Kalamata I'm,
0: olives, by the way, in English, giorno. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, in English, it's Iro.
0: Y- you're not dying.
1: It's gyro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, that doesn't uh, – whatever. Let's move Let's move on.
1: But usually it's the opposite reaction of today where I'm like, oh, that's really good. And my mom has been obsessed with the idea of Caprese salad, or in English, DiGiorno. DiGiorno. Yeah. Um <laughs> for a long time, for like okay. the past six months or so, probably longer. Yeah. So there was a Caprese salad salad, and it came with like...
0: Wait, hold on. A Caprese salad salad?
1: Yes, Caprese salad is mozzarella and tomatoes and sometimes basil with like a balsamic dressing on it, that's caprese salad.
0: I had no idea there wasn't any greens in a caprese salad. Am I, right. Are we saying this right? This word sounds yeah. wrong to me. Okay. I,
1: I'm pretty sure it's right. Okay. And then it was the, tim- like the cherry tomatoes or grape tomatoes yeah. with really tiny mozzarella balls on top of a salad, like a green leaf hmm. salad.
0: Sounds like they skimmed out on the cheese a little bit.
1: They did skimp on the cheese a little bit. And it didn't taste, the mozzarella tasted weird. It didn't taste good. It was like bitter. Bitter? Yeah, I was so disappointed. It
0: absorbed something evil into it.
1: I think it absorbed like some of the lettuce taste. Okay. And it wasn't even sitting on the lettuce, not packaged, sitting on top of the lettuce. You put it on top of the lettuce. So in the five seconds it was touching the lettuce before I ate it. It absorbed bad lettuce flavor. That's weird. It was gross. Yeah, it and sounds gross. It was like the tomatoes. I have kind of sensitive teeth, and it was in the fridge all day. So I went to buy another tomato, and it was too cold, and I was sitting in the lunchroom, like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> was anyone around to see you just going,
1: Ugh! no, I was no. by myself, okay. luckily.
0: Here's my idea to improve this let's make the first ever Caprese salad, salad, salad. So, right, a salad, on a salad. Take that whole bad boy, drop it on a better salad. Put it on salad. another salad. <laughs> put it on a better, less shitty salad. Spread it out.
1: Like a Caesar.
0: Yeah, like and a Caesar. Put it exact, all on top of a Caesar salad. Cover it with bacon crumblies and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, put it into a tastier Cobb salad. Yes. Yeah.
1: Or put it all inside of a wedge salad.
0: Oh, what? Inside of the wedge? Yeah. Now that's really creative. creative. I would have thought drape it over the outside of the wedge. You're saying make a little pocket. Now hollow
1: out a little bit of the wedge. And and then pour ranch all over it.
0: This is a feat of engineering thus far unattempted (laughs) by all of mankind.
1: Oh, well, we can do it. I think I it, believe in
0: it's us. the 21st century, baby. <laughs> Let's do it.
1: Baby!
0: Baby! <laughs> I, I never want to be the kind of guy that unironically says, baby.
1: You, like, n- don't call me baby that often, <laughs> yeah, so right. it's really funny when you do. <laughs> yeah.
0: Baby! You, you have to say it like you're chomping a cigar like you're J. Jonah Jameson Jr., Oh, who now? You, you know who he is. He's the he's the uh, newspaper guy from Spider-Man.
1: Oh, Jay yes, I do. Jonah. I was just thrown off by all of the
0: alliteration. <laughs> by the severe presence of J's.
1: Yeah, someone yeah. had a thing with J's.
0: There's, I can't remember where I, I think or it was. are a,
1: they a Dugger? Back when I used, to, <laughs>
0: right? Um... <laughs> Back when I used to uh, watch the Big Bang Theory, I think they had an episode where they point out that, that all of the alliteration in uh, the Spider-Man universe, like like Stan Lee has a, a thing with that. Because you have Peter Parker mm-hmm. and you have, you know, all the other ones. <laughs>
1: <And> <laughs> just
0: went blank. My mind went blank. Are you meaning to tell me
1: that you used to watch Big Bang Theory?
0: Yes, it's true.
1: I did not know this about you. A long
0: time. I prefer not to talk about that period of my history. But now that I'm on a microphone admitting it, I guess (laughs) it's out there.
1: I haven't watched that much of it, but (laughs) I have watched some. Like, my family likes it. Yeah. My aunt and uncle like it. So we'll, it'll be, like, on occasionally at family gatherings or uh, I've caught a few episodes. I didn't hate it, but.
0: The truth is, I don't think it's, like, awful. I just think it's a, a really, it's a traditional sitcom. Yeah. You know, which yeah. means that it's, you know, okay in a pinch, but there's better written stuff floating right. around out there. <clears throat> That's my a controversial opinion, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> it's, uh, you know. That
1: Big Bang Theory is just okay.
0: <laughs> Hot off the presses. <laughs> beep, 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 uh, well, I mean, like, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. not doing
1: any favors for
0: nerds. <laughs> I'll put it to you this way. Did you finish your salad?
1: Um, I ate more of it than I wish I had.
0: That's how I feel about the Big Bang Theory. (laughs) 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 Very similar. You know what? It's like I'm not thrilled with it, but it's what's in front of me. That's how I would treat it now.
1: I also ate an entire king size pack of Reese's cups, though, so I didn't feel like I went hungry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Push this salad aside and Uh, get to the real treat.
1: So I was tricked.
0: You're, yeah, you were bamboozled.
1: I was tricked because someone is selling candy. My manager is selling candy for his kid. I was strong armed. I was strong armed into yeah. buying a uh, king size Reese's. <laughs> you, were,
0: you were you were coerced.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. he was like, "Don't see many people from the pharmacy buying candy," and I was like, uh, "Our pharmacy manager bought like a third of that box yesterday." <laughs> He came back into the pharmacy from being in the office with handfuls of can- king-sized candy bars. Yeah, that's
0: one, that's one way to just manage the workplace. <clears throat> you know, especially when times get tough, you know, and there's whatever. It's like, just throw peanut butter at the problem.
1: His daughter wants him to sell five boxes of candy, and he doesn't want to <laughs> take her door-to-door. So he's just <laughs> shoving it onto us. <laughs> So I was like, "Let me see what kind of change I have." Yeah, and I had exactly two dollars, and that's how much a piece of candy costs. So that's what I got. It's
0: a good deal. Saved you from having to finish that awful salad. Yeah. Um.
1: Get me from starving.
0: We should introduce. uh, We did introduce the show. This is Goose Chase. Mm
1: -hmm. But Um, we can do it again. This is Goose (laughs) Chase. (laughs) Right.
0: In fact, I dare say we could do it a fourth time. This This is Goose Chase.
1: (laughs) I thought we should spice it up that time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> who, who is that guy? Come back here. Oh, he's gone. It was so weird. And that guy just ran into my basement <laughs> and then left my house. Um, Christy,
1: uh-huh.
0: do you want to open the show the way we frequently do? And play By the running quiz? around
1: naked? Oh, that. <laughs> Not
0: running around naked. No. Oh,
1: that's the Psychics podcast.
0: <laughs> the Gags <Psych-X> podcast. <laughs> Man, you guys
1: are really missing out.
0: Really, honestly, we're heavily in production. We've been we've we've made two hundred episodes in the last two weeks. Yes, Uh, it's on its way. I promise, it's on its way. (laughs) It's called "See What We Did There." Yes, Um,
1: and in fact, you didn't.
0: (laughs) In fact, you didn't. In fact, because it's a podcast. Yes.
1: You know, some people say it's risky to do a visual show in an audio medium, but we say we accept the challenge.
0: <laughs> I was just going to do, oh my God. So I was just going to say, you know, some people said things like, I don't get it. and I was going <laughs> to do the air quotes like that. And then I went, that's another one.
1: That's a set
0: But I guess you can kind of hear air quotes. Yeah. the
1: you like, could hear the tone. we
0: don't get it. Or it's a bad idea or maybe that it would never work well <laughs> who's laughing now
1: us we, and just us and we're us. the only ones who could see what's <laughs> happening no one
0: else <laughs> that's funny uh, but would you like to play the news quiz
1: i would would you like to tell <clears> the <throat> kind folks what the news quiz yes, is
0: as 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 we sometimes forget to but probably not really mm, no, i don't we, think we've we,
1: missed a one right
0: um the news quiz in which I have prepared for Christy two false news stories and one true news story. Trues, if you will. Tru- trues. <clears throat> true news. In this era of all news is fake, even when it's true. This is true news. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, Christy, uh, be prepared to guess the true story. You ready? Okay. Yes. All right, here we go. News story number one. In what is described as a youth outreach effort, The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is unveiling a new comic series centered around a Mormon merman in the search for a mysterious truth at the center of the Bermuda Triangle.
1: Okay.
0: All right. Second one. (laughs) Number two. Minneapolis Drive Time News anchor Mike O'Sullivan, in contractually obligated hilarity, will be replaced for his last week on air by his pet macaw, Figaro. (laughs) Okay. Number three. An Illinois man who rammed an airport terminal, boarded an empty plane, and tried to steal a squad car argued in his defense that he was trying to flee the zombie apocalypse.
1: (sighs) These are really good. Can I get a rehash?
0: Yes, I will give you a rehash. Number one, news story number one. In what is described as a youth outreach effort, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is unveiling a new comic series centered around a Mormon merman in the search for a mysterious truth at the center of the Bermuda Triangle. Number two, Minneapolis Drive Time (laughs) News anchor Mike O'Sullivan in contractually obligated hilarity will be replaced for his last week on air by his pet macaw, Figaro. Okay. Number three, an Illinois man who rammed an airport, airport terminal, boarded an empty plane, and tried to steal a squad car, argued in his defense that he was trying to flee the zombie apocalypse.
1: Oh, these are tricky. So the first one I think just sounds too cool to actually come from the mind of Mormons.
0: <laughs> well, like you think the Latter-day Saints uh, as an organization are not particularly hip?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm sorry, family of ours that is
0: Mormon. No, I think they're plenty hip, but I think the... uh, Yeah, the the organization itself, maybe not. The stodgy group of people at the top, possibly not so.
1: Yeah. (coughs) Um, I think I have my decision. What you got? I'm going to go with the second one, because being replaced by your macaw for your last week of work Sounds like exactly something someone who writes contracts for a drive time radio show would put in a contract.
0: It certainly does. It is not.
1: Ugh, God, you're so damn good at, at making up things a drive time <laughs>
0: radio host would have to agree to. For me, I think the cherry on top was his name is Figaro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was, I was particularly proud of the Macaw. I like there it. It a good detail. But that is not the news story. The true news story was not the Mormon story.
1: Mor- okay. Mormon
0: merman was just too funny to me.
1: Yeah, my Mormon, my <laughs> second choice.
0: Yeah, the, was
1: gonna be the <clears throat> Illinois man.
0: It was in fact the uh, the from Peoria actually, Peoria, okay. Illinois. A man uh, he drove he, exactly what he said. He, he went drove through an airport terminal. Actually, got on an empty plane. I'm still not sure how that happened. Or you have why? To, you have to climb a thing to get in there. He did yeah. that.
1: Why was it just left open? Who didn't lock the plane? Someone
0: <laughs> didn't lock the plane, and that is cause for concern. Yes. Because if that dude knew how to be a pilot, he could have put something in front of the thing and then just He could have
1: hotwired it. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> exactly. Get under the thing and jimmy the wires and start the plane. Um, but yeah, no, he was also on a ton of drugs, which helps explain uh, why he thought he was running from zombies. Yeah. Uh, but that actually happened.
1: We talked about Coke today at work. Oh, really? <laughs> I forget why it came up. Bored, uh, but it did.
0: Boredom, maybe? And or?
1: Uh, someone, it was a very slow day. And, and someone was saying that they were too afraid to do Coke because they were always told that if you did it, you would either immediately become addicted, you would just, like, immediately become addicted to it. <laughs> yeah. And... I mentioned that I once knew someone who did Coke, and the only thing he had to say about it was that it was the best thing ever, and you shouldn't do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> because in his experience, they, everyone in the group that did it was immediately making elaborate plans to how they could get more money to get more Coke Yeah, right. while they were high. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's great. <clears throat> Don't do that. <laughs> I've
0: heard that story before from people uh, of just like, yeah, we got this eight ball of Coke. We sat down to do Coke. By the time it was gone, we were scheming how to acquire more Coke. Right? Like you really do. It Makes you feel
1: great because it's a stimulant. Yeah. And also, it makes you like want to do things. So yeah. it's like you start scheming immediately.
0: Like I know myself when I'm kind of in like like in a <laughs> in a really up mood where I'm really excited about something. When I'm like particularly manic. I'm like, right. oh, my God, I'm going to build a swimming pool in the backyard. I'm
1: do this thing. <laughs> I remember one time, and I, at the moment, didn't relate it to mm-hmm. the fact that I just had, like, caffeine. But it was a time in my life when I was, like, fairly sick and just didn't feel good and didn't have energy and my feet hurt because I had plantar fasciitis and mm-hmm. just... I wanted to be more physically active, but there were so many reasons why I couldn't. Right. And I felt particularly good. I was like, maybe things are turning around. I'm going to go for a jog. I like went out and exercised. I'm like, this is great. Yeah. Maybe I'll sign up for a 5K soon. (laughs) I think I could really do it. Oh, man. And then like the next day, I was like, I do not have that same energy. (laughs) And remembered I had had like coffee that day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So for you... Just some coffee is enough to be like, I'm going to run a marathon. It's like, why do I feel
1: so good and happy? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great. I, I do love that, that at
1: work every so often. I have caffeine and then I go, I'm in such a good mood. Yeah. Why? Oh, yeah.
0: See, it's, I think. It's I, like functioning on a normal level. I've got myself to a point now where I'm like the coffee at work, the communal <laughs> coffee. I'm like, it's baseline for me now. And I just can't like I could drink coffee all day and not feel like anything happened. Right, but when I drink really good coffee, it's like <clears throat> like brain on fire. I'm going to do all the things.
1: For me, I have to find like I have to drink just the right amount of just the right strength coffee. Yeah, right. Because a coffee upsets my stomach, mm-hmm. and two did that a, on purpose. A and two. <laughs> B, um, it I'm really sensitive to it, and if I don't eat with it, I. Start to feel like I'm gonna crash. Yeah, right. And it just makes me feel weird. But if I have just the right amount, with like just the right amount of food, yeah. and at just the right strength of coffee, it's perfect.
0: <laughs> Christy Davenport chasing <laughs> that dragon. <laughs> its name absolutely. is
1: absolutely. <laughs> its name is Dunkin' Donuts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's
1: really where it's at. <clears throat> a small iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. That's that's it. Uh, with sugar. And no cream.
0: That's eh? That's eh. That's eh. That's eh. Okay. I do the the large iced mocha, and I'm like, fuck everything. Like, I'm on fire.
1: My dad used to buy me the, oh, what are they? The, like, giant culottas. That's what they were. Oh, yes. We used to go together on his days off work, and we would both get the same size culotta. I was like. (laughs) Twelve.
0: No, that's the thing is, I remember those. Those were like a disaster in a cup.
1: Oh, yeah. Because
0: they were enormous. They were packed with sugar.
1: Sugar, caffeine. Yeah, right. And they, every time, they would be like, are you sure you want to give her this? Because I'm like a (laughs) preteen. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh no, she's <clears throat> fine." I remember that. Like, just the most chill kid ever. And It like, brings me up to a five. <laughs>
0: like I remember being like in maybe high school or even younger and drinking those and being like, "I love these," and not realizing like, "No, you don't, dummy. You're, it's a ton of sugar and caffeine. It's like, just
1: sugar. You don't like coffee. Yeah, that's
0: this all. This that's why you like them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I couldn't drink one of those now. I think in the past year I tried to have one." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Ooh,
0: yeah, I think <laughs> this I, I th- is so sweet." Yeah, I think it did too. Like, I've, I've, I've gravitated away. I still like sugar, but goddamn.
1: I mean, I would rather have black
0: coffee. Yeah. Than that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Right? No, we gotta get some coffee.
1: <laughs> uh, no, talking about this caffeine is making me tired. Um, um, shall we move on to our?
0: That's right. We have a mid- our middle segment. I forgot. We always do the middle segment and then break. Yeah. Shoot.
1: Um, I can kill some time where you go to get the thing right. for yeah. the middle here. segment. Actually, we'll just
0: take a break, and we'll be back okay. in just Okay, well, I was just
1: going to sing it out. All right,
0: give <laughs> just a second.
1: Ah, and we're back. And we're back.
0: And we are back to just sit here and talk about cake.
1: Yeah. As so we, let's tell them what yes. we're doing.
0: We've already spent the entire beginning of this show talking about food and coffee <laughs> and now, just to round <laughs> oh, it out. Oh
1: man, some coffee would really go
0: with this cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's coffee upstairs. Maybe maybe yeah. in the middle. Maybe in the middle it will get yeah.
1: I don't need coffee this late, but yeah. it would taste good with
0: it. <laughs> um so uh we are we are eating a delicious cake made by uh, Jen <laughs> Conley, who is the owner and proprietor Of Cakeology, Ohio
1: Cakeology Cakeology,
0: really But their Facebook page is at uh, facebook.com slash cakeology C-A-K-E-O-L-O-G-Y dot Ohio Mm -hmm. I hope I just got that right (laughs) Uh, And we are eating a very delicious cake
1: It's like like cakeology, like archaeology, but with cake So it's more delicious I
0: will say, I have pursued much of my life to the study of cake And I appreciate that she has as well Mm. Um, this is a fantastic cake
1: So you recently did some Design work for
0: them Right, so I work with uh, Jen's husband Joe And uh, Joe was uh, asking me one day If I could do some, some <laughs> logo work with, with Jen So we went back and forth on a bunch of ideas And we finally centered around a logo And she said that, uh, that In return, she would like to make A cake so I was super excited about and that. And
1: you're, you're weirdly not, you're not,
0: like, a huge cake person. I'm not a huge dessert person. Yeah. But every time I have it, I'm, like, happy to have it. Yeah. I just never go for it. You I'm don't like, seek it out. Yeah. Like, my natural drive is, like, salt and butter, I think.
1: I, however, want all of the bad things yeah. in large amounts always.
0: <laughs> so when she asked what kind of cake... Uh, that she should make. I thought immediately of the fact that you always request if there's a cake to be brought around, there's an almond tort that you're always, you mm-hmm. always have, you have a laser vision on this almond tort. It's a good tort. <clears throat> Which, it's the giant eagle almond tort, right? The yeah. The one that they, that they sell there, and it's really good, and it's, you know. My
1: family like, all got hooked on it. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Um, so this is an almond cake. It's got strawberry in the center. It's strawberry
1: got, and buttercream. Yeah, in the center layers.
0: Yes, and uh, it's very pretty. We we uh, put we're going to be posting pictures on the Cakeology page later tonight. Oh my goodness! And They're I think hate, we'll post it. People hate eating sounds. Yeah. So I'm freaking you a bunch just, of people out right now.
1: You just went <laughs> as you took that bite.
0: <laughs> I know. Jesus Christ! This is mortifying. Um. People, um, people hate those sounds, so we, just, okay. we just lost everybody listening. I think. Eh, who cares? Um, but yeah, this is a really delicious cake. I'm really excited for her and for her business.
1: Yeah, it has a lot of good almond flavor in the cakey layers, and the icing is nice.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that flavor. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's
1: good. You know, the one of the ones that my mom gets, the almond cake that she gets from Giant Eagle, she gets like raspberry in the layers, but it's more like a jelly or a jam, and okay. it's I'm not a big raspberry person. I much yep. prefer this, like, strawberry yeah. flavor, it's the strawberry mixed with buttercream. It's a little bit lighter, and it's nice and creamy, and yeah. it's not jarring. Yeah. It doesn't fight with the cake too much.
0: I think we definitely have a food theme going on here, so uh, I want to do a, a half and half on our middle segment here. First of all, again, visit Cakeology, facebook.com slash cakeology.ohio. Give a like, uh, check out the pictures, leave a comment.
1: Tell them we sent you. It won't get you a discount.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it will be nice. The yeah. um, second half of this middle segment, food theme continuing. I received in my inbox today a notification, a notice.
1: About the McDouble?
0: Not about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, McDouble Watch 2018 has not gone away. I'm still eyeing the McDouble. Waiting for it to come back to its place of glory.
1: <laughs> it's in your
0: periphery. Yeah, I'm still there's. I, I'm like on a soft McDouble watch now. I've kind of dialed back. I'm just kind of, you know what I mean. This is mm. not like a, an aggressive McDouble watch.
1: Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to distract you.
0: <clears throat> I but as I wait for the once and true king of cheap burgers to return, um, I in got, your inbox. In my inbox, I received a notice that my order from Heatonist. Ooh. is on its way. Now, you know about this. I haven't talked about this on the show, but... I I'm think, doing a
1: little heat dance. <laughs>
0: so you're doing a little boogie. I have on my way to me, not one, but two bottles of Hot Ones, The Last Dab Hot Sauce.
1: Not sure if we've mentioned Hot Ones on here or
0: not. I don't think we have, but we're pretty big fans of Hot Ones.
1: It's a really great YouTube show. It's an interview show where Sean Evans, the host, uh, eats progressively hotter... Hot wings with his guest, yeah, while asking them a question for each wing that they're eating mm-hmm. and hot sauce does alarming things to people like it really makes you feel high once it gets to a certain point <laughs> right, yeah. and people stop filtering as much as they get to the hotter ones. so they get some really good answers out of people and really yeah. funny behaviors and it's just it's interesting and we've become obsessed with it and with the idea of their hot sauces right so they made their own they have two hot sauces mm-hmm. but the one the more recent one they made is called the last dab right it's the hottest sauce in yeah. their lineup right now it's one of the hottest sauces and you can one get one of the hottest period. sauces you could get yeah
0: i don't think it is the hottest <clears throat> because there's like extracts and things that are still hotter and still right. saucy i guess but it's like 2 million plus Scoville units. What
1: I've heard of this sauce from like the people who've tried <coughs> it on the podcast or on the show on YouTube. Yeah. Um, it seems like it is very, very, very hot. Yeah. But it does have flavor. Like right. they still have managed to make something incredibly crazy hot. Yeah, right. That, tastes, that has taste that isn't just, oh my God, this is fucking hot. Right. Which is like hard to do once you get to that point.
0: Now, what scares me about this is I'm like, I'm a guy who eats a lot of hot sauce. I yes. have never, ever gotten close to two million Scovels.
1: What scares me is that I'm a person that does not eat a lot of hot sauce. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I feel like I should probably work my way up to it.
0: I feel like I should like have
1: a little hot sauce Olympics.
0: I think we should do
1: our own hot ones.
0: I think we should do on the show just whatever comes in. Dip a toothpick. Pull the toothpick out. Clean the toothpick.
1: I'm going to die.
0: I know. Me too.
1: And then we won't be able to do the rest of the episode.
0: I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Do you think it would be that bad? Or do you think we just do a really shockingly honest, captivating episode?
1: Well, probably it'll it'll do something.
0: Yeah, something's gonna happen if we do it.
1: Yeah, I I'm not. <clears throat> against it
0: here's what we do we do it at the end of the episode and we cut it back and we say here's 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 what happened and then we cut. No, that i
1: in. you know what i'm a purist i say we just <laughs> do it and we accept the results because it'll be funny <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay well maybe we'll do that
1: when that gets in we'll arrange that
0: so anyway uh, the it's, it's a little bit of a short middle segment here but I uh, wanted to
1: eat some cake.
0: Yeah, eat, eat some, some cake by all means. Use eat some, some hot cake.
1: sauce on it.
0: Yes, put some hot <laughs> sauce on the cake. Don't do that. I wonder if Jen would make a hot sauce cake. Jen, if wonder... you, Jen, if you are listening, let's Jen, talk can hot sauce do cake. you do that?
1: I mean, is this <laughs> does physics allow it? It's a in all of your knowledge of of uh, baking. Yeah, and cakes.
0: This is our question um, as as philosophers almost. Yes,
1: on a scale of one to. Fuck you. Yeah, right. How do you feel How against this would you <laughs> be? You know what? Here's something.
0: Hmm.
1: Maybe like an icing that has hot sauce in it Man. and some other kind of flavor cake.
0: The thing is, I want I it seems like a crazy idea, but a lot of great <laughs> ideas seem crazy at first.
1: Crazy like a fox.
0: Right. <laughs> crazy like a someone who wants to ruin a cake.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, so, Jen, let's talk about this. Let's talk. We'll figure this out.
0: We'll come up with a good trademark name for the cake.
1: Okay. We can think about that later because <laughs> I could spend all night.
0: Um but yeah, check out Cakeology uh, uh, and uh, look forward to the episode where we burn our faces off because that is surely coming soon.
1: Yes. And we'll do it all for you, lovies.
0: Yes. That's, that's what all we're All do-
1: for our little goslings.
0: Torturing ourselves for other people's amusement.
1: That sign again. I know. God is all... trying to tell us not to do the <laughs> hot sauce thing. There's
0: <laughs> a weird flickery thing going on.
1: <laughs> and God speaks to us through the Genesee beer sign.
0: <laughs> As he speaks to everybody, I think.
1: It's just how Son of Sam heard that dog.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, if you think, you think if you were like, uh, the all powerful God of the universe, you'd be like, I'm going to talk to him through this dog. (laughs) dog. I think this dog is really going to do the trick.
1: Someone wrote into My Favorite Murder and said that their dad was a vet tech. Yeah. Or maybe even a vet at that time where this, where Son of Sam was. Yeah. And... That dog was brought in to the vet for a checkup, and when no one else was around, he tried to see if the dog would talk to him. For the record, it did not.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine being in the spot, like in your head? He going, like looked around. This is crazy,
1: <laughs> right? You'd like, have to, right?
0: I mean, that's it, that's a pretty famous thing, alleged. Because we that dog. know
1: now that like that he made it up. It, yeah, he, oh, he the dog.
0: He, he made it up? He didn't even believe right. it? Right, he
1: didn't... No, he didn't really hear the dog.
0: It was like an insanity defense kind of thing, or...
1: No. Well, I don't know what his defense eventually was. I don't remember. But um, he said a lot of things. Yeah. It, it was just part of his, like, ruse kind of thing. Yeah. He didn't really actually hear him, I don't think. Hear right. the dog talk to him, I don't think.
0: Gotcha. Not to
1: say the dog can't talk. That's right. I don't want to put this dog down.
0: The jury's still out. <laughs> I think... That, you can go on record. Goose Chase Podcast is not sure if that dog not <laughs> talk to him or not. Yes. Controversial opinion. I'm sticking
1: opinion. to it. All uh,
0: right. All right, so. What do you
1: say we take yeah, a little break? Let,
0: yes, let's take a break. And I eat, eat a little more of, cake. Yeah, seriously, I don't think I'm going to go get another piece. I can't. I have, tomorrow's weigh-in day for the work-weight-loss contest. I
1: ate like half a bag of breadsticks before we started mm. this, so I'm pretty full.
0: I just, I, I, tomorrow's weigh-in day for the work-weight-loss thing. I can't. I just... I gave myself a, a little piece but I'm going to demolish it tomorrow. Tomorrow's your cheat day. Cheat day. So anyway, we will be back in a little bit and we will talk about the uh, the main topic for this episode. All right. All right.
1: And we're back. And we're back. Hmm. That's I tell you, I'm just so sore.
0: Uh, shit. I should have got coffee.
1: Oh, do you wanna? Do you wanna forget this break mm-hmm. happened and go get some coffee? Nah, it's okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'll drink it later. That's fine. Um. At 8:30 at night because I'm insane. I
1: I think I slept in like a weird hunchback position. Yeah. And I woke up in a hunchback position, <laughs> and it was very painful. I've also been sore. 'Cause I had a very good but intense roller derby practice on Sunday. Right. I took a fall.
0: You got knocked around a bunch, you rolled into people. Yeah, it was good. You did a little pushing, yeah. got a little pushback.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was not expecting a hit and uh before I knew what happened I was down. Yeah. <laughs> but that was my fault. You should always expect the hit. <laughs> yeah, you definitely
0: should expect a hit. <laughs> um it's a big part of the game. Yes. Some yes. would say one of the biggest parts of the game.
1: Uh huh. That was my <laughs> fault. Um, but in my defense, I fell down <coughs> and got right back up. So yeah, that's right. what you do.
0: That's what you're supposed to do. Um,
1: but I, I felt really good that day after practice. And then the next day.
0: <laughs> your hubris, your folly. <laughs>
1: I forgot about that thing where, like, when you exercise, it like catches up to you two days later. Right.
0: You tell people, "No, I feel real good." And then the uh, next this day, is great. I can't lift my leg.
1: I and, and I couldn't. That was one of the things that was wrong. No. That wasn't from falling or getting no. hit. That was from practicing
0: crossovers. Right. Yeah. Still, <laughs> no, it'll that'll get you. you I know. had
1: to lift my own leg into the car.
0: <laughs> I know it was a little bit funny. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> no, it's <was> pretty funny.
0: <laughs> Just watching you go. Ugh.
1: <laughs> and then we we went out to dinner with the lovely Katie and Mike, mm-hmm. and um, we had
0: barbecue
1: at Barry Dingle's. Mm, we Barry did not get Dingles. the Dingle chips.
0: Everyone wants the Dingle chips.
1: Um, but we had to sit on those stools, like the bar height table with the.
0: Bar stools,
1: which which I hate anyways, but, like, I had to haul myself up onto it when I already couldn't use my leg. I always feel like such an idiot when I have to climb up onto those
0: chairs. You know, I'm not a short guy, and there's still, like, a bit of a stretch for me. They're awkward. They're they're way higher. No
1: one looks elegant climbing onto a bar height stool.
0: Everyone looks like a little kid climbing in a high chair.
1: Right. They're
0: they're (laughs) They're not the best idea.
1: Anyway, this yeah. has nothing to do with, with the main why we're topic here
0: for this episode.
1: Shall I introduce it? Please. Okay. We uh, are talking about a mysterious substance called Starlight, spelled yes. S-T-A-R-L-I-T-E, um, as named by the granddaughter of the creator granduder. Okay. Uh, grin, his
0: Grinduder. His Grinduder. His, 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 gr- gr- his Grunbaby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> his Grinduder, Kimberly. Okay. Um, named it. Uh, this topic was suggested by front of the podcast, Laura. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And her specific question was, you know, obviously background. What was it? And what happened to it? Because it was a substance that was. Kind of all the rage and in the news, and they yeah. make some pretty intense claims about it, and then seemingly it disappeared. Yeah. So I am proud to say I have an answer for Laura.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: At least in some way, not the full answer, maybe, but we, I've got right. some answers for her. So
0: the impression I got from this topic <clears throat> was something like it felt like the car that runs on walnuts or something, like one of these things that you've heard of, like a technology or an idea. That for some reason just went away. And who suppressed it? It's something that
1: could be revolutionary. Mm -hmm. So it's wondering why don't we have it? Gotcha. And do we have it? And we just don't know we have it.
0: All right. So I'm excited about this one. I know you're excited. I know you enjoyed your research.
1: I, I was surprised by some of the things I found. So I'm really excited to talk about it. Okay. So starlight is a material, possibly a polymer. And it's up to ninety percent organic. Okay. It can withstand and insulate against extreme heat, namely ten thousand degrees Celsius, which would be eighteen thousand and thirty-two <laughs> degrees Fahrenheit.
0: Okay, that's a pretty ludicrous claim, right? Yeah. Like right off the bat, I mean, this is after all a skeptical show. So our, right. um, our first, our first instinct here is probably hold on now.
1: And I will get into kind of evidence of this, that it does what it's supposed to do later. Okay. It was developed in the 70s and 80s by a man named Morris Ward. I keep wanting, I probably will pronounce his name Maurice at some point. Okay. I think it is Morris, but it's spelled M-A-U-R-I-C-E, so I will want to say Maurice. Oh, yeah. But he was on a TV show at some point. Um, and, and they it, pronounced it Morris. Okay. So I will pronounce it Morris because I think that's how it's pronounced.
0: Okay, we'll go with um, that. Um, Morris.
1: Uh, one thing about it, because I wanted to mention this, it's, it comes in like, seems to be like he produces it in a powder form and he has to make it, mix something with it to make it into a coating, but that coating isn't necessarily permanent. It degrades. Okay. Um... So, let's talk about Morris. Okay. Uh, He lived from
0: 1933 to
1: 2011. He's from Hartlepool, England. He didn't attend university. He was a hairdresser for a good part of his life. Okay. Um, He liked to experiment with things. Uh, In his free time, he liked to tinker and invent things. And in the 80s, he bought an extruder from a group called ICI... And that's some of the tinkering's he would do. He'd make substances, and then he'd extrude them, and
0: like you do, <laughs> like you do with an extruder.
1: <laughs> so he had developed a material for ICI, and I don't, I couldn't find out what ICI was. It's an acronym, but right. I couldn't find out. It sounds like it's one of these, like an investigative. Not an investigative group, but like an invention, an inventor's group kind maybe of thing like or a, something. Maybe like a
0: research group. Or like or an like incubator
1: a, type group.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Um. So they had put out a call for material, requesting materials to go in a Citroen bonnet, which it's a French car maker.
0: Oh, yeah. Um I was so like, bye.
1: in English, giorno.
0: Yeah. <laughs> As the Brits say, giorno, giorno. My kingdom for a giorno.
1: Um. So he had developed a material for that and it ended up failing, not being good for the purpose. Yeah. And he forgot about it for a long time until the 1985 Manchester air crash. Have you heard of this?
0: I don't. I didn't know about this. No.
1: So in 1985 um there was an incident in Manchester. There was a plane that before even taking off had a fire in one of its engines. They never left the runway. Okay. But it ended really badly. Oh because my God. of this fire, the people were already boarded on the plane. 55 people died in 40 seconds. On a plane that's on the ground? Yes. Mostly due to smoke inhalation. Oh my Not God. Not necessarily a fire itself, inhaling the smoke from the fire.
0: Oh my God, that's terrifying. So,
1: after this, um, obviously, that played a big role in some safety standards being updated and more precautions. Mm-hmm. Um, this really hit hard for Morris. He, he remembered the material he had made for ICI. And he started getting obsessed with making um, flame and heat resistant materials because he thought if this plane were made with more heat resistant materials, it wouldn't have caught fire so easily. There wouldn't have been smoke and people wouldn't have died from smoke inhalation. Okay. So that was his inspiration to start working on this. It seems like he kind of got obsessed, so he began mixing different formulations of heat-resistant, non-toxic plastics. He would do, like, 20 formulations a day. Okay. He called these different formulations... Gubbins. Gubbins. <laughs> I don't know why he didn't stick with that. It's a good name.
0: Gubbins is Way a great better name. than
1: Starlight. All yeah, right.
0: Gubbins, Gubbins sounds downright adorable.
1: I like it. I'm just I'm <clears throat> picturing this little like plasticky, just white plasticky round thing with eyes and has yeah. tiny little legs and arms. It's like I'm Gubbins.
0: <laughs> Gubbins. <laughs> I'm the friendly, wacky, goofy thing that keeps you from burning to death in a play. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And that's how they market it. <laughs> we don't have Starlight
1: because we have gubbins.
0: Because we have gubbins. They oh, just here. switched the name. Here comes Gummy, our mascot. <laughs> Come on, Gummy, get in here.
1: Um, so he developed something promising uh, while doing these 20 formulations a day. Wow. He used his extruder to form it into sheets, and he began testing it. And this is a substance that becomes known as Starlight. Okay. So even though, you know, if this substance does what it's supposed to and what he thought it did, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, right. But he wasn't taken seriously because he had lack of formal education and experience. Yeah. He's just a hairdresser.
0: Yeah, like he That kind of seems I can see how that happens. If someone goes, Oh, okay, you you have cooked up something better than the the experts. All right.
1: Yeah. So until nineteen ninety three. When he appeared on a TV show in England called Tomorrow's World, it's like a technology and science show. Yeah. So they do the torch and egg test. They coat an uncooked egg in starlight. Yeah. They take a torch to it for five minutes. I'm talking like a butane torch. Yeah, like a
0: heavy-duty torch?
1: Not like a flashlight.
0: <laughs> right. Because <laughs> this is the UK. Uh-huh. England! Um,
1: They shine a light on it (laughs) for five minutes. (laughs) And
0: it's very bright for that time.
1: (laughs) No, they take like a butane torch to it for five minutes. Nice. And afterwards, immediately after, the host of the program handles the egg that's just been under a butane torch. You can see the side that was directly getting hit by the torch is kind of blackened. Yeah. It never really smokes or anything. He shuts the torch off and then immediately handles it. He says it's warm to the touch, but that's it. Mm -hmm. He then cracks the egg, like cracks the code and cracks the egg, and it's raw. Shut up. So they did this basically. I mean, sure, it wasn't live, but they did this on camera. That's not the only footage of it. Morris also has a YouTube channel. It still exists, and he has videos of him doing this on his YouTube channel, too. Seriously? So that's the potential evidence that it did what it's supposed to.
0: Okay. I'm very <laughs> curious now. Yep. This has me. I got, you got the hook in my mouth here.
1: So after that, he started getting a lot of attention. He was supposedly in talks with many companies and organizations like Boeing, NASA. Yeah. Some like military groups. Yeah. But he wanted to retain fifty-one percent ownership. Sure. He was obsessed with this idea of it being used the right way, and not getting into the wrong hands. He he didn't want it used for you know ill intent. I guess he had specific ideas about how he would want it used.
0: Okay, like like, like not for building a better bomb or something like right.
1: that. Right. Um, he would. So I I heard a couple different things um one thing was that he would submit products for testing like he would allow like Boeing for example to test his samples but he wouldn't let them keep the samples to analyze on their own because he was afraid of reverse engineering now I found some evidence later that contradicts that he wouldn't let people keep samples so I don't really know what the truth is there
0: okay so that's one that's like kind of up for grabs
1: yeah um supposedly only Morris and his family knew the formula. Uh, There were rumors going around that the formula wasn't even written down. Uh, It was just all in their minds. But there's actual recording of him saying that that's just like talk,
0: Uh, you know, that that makes me think of the, uh, well, if you heard the story about the the formulation for Dr. Pepper, that Mm -mm. there were like, maybe it was Coke, I can't remember, that there were like two guys on planet Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like each of them knew half the recipe. Yeah. And they're not allowed to be in the same place <laughs> at the same time. Like, like it yeah. sounds ridiculous. But Yeah,
1: basically but, this is that. Yeah. But he said it's definitely like we're professionals written down like.
0: <laughs> right. This isn't like, this isn't an old tradition handed down verbally right. from generation to generation.
1: So unfortunately in 2011, Morris passed away.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, For some reason, he never patented Starlight. He never actually got a patent on it, which is weird to me. Like
0: Super sketchy. Because
1: if this does exactly what you say it does, I feel like it wouldn't be that hard to get a patent for something like that. Yeah. The only reason maybe he didn't is because they probably want you to disclose exactly what it is in the formulation, and maybe he didn't want to do that. Yeah, that, um, that
0: kind of makes you wonder. Is like maybe maybe if he was to disclose what it really was, maybe it's just so simple that yeah. that ultimately you can't patent it or something like that. I don't know. There's,
1: I have a couple of theories that I'll get into later. Sure. Um, his family basically remained silent after his passing. They didn't seem to be making the product. They didn't seem to be marketing the product. If anyone knew how it was made, no one was talking about it hmm. until presumably 10 months ago.
0: Wait, what? Yeah. Literally 10 months ago?
1: Yeah, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, there, I'm going to skip that part for a second. Okay. Um, I watched a YouTube video by um, a YouTuber named Zephyrus, Z-E-P-H-E-R-U-S. Okay. It's called Explained Starlight. He does, like, an explained series, basically. He'll pick something. It's kind of like this podcast. He picks something interesting. (laughs) Yeah. And then he does kind of a deep dive into it. The video was, like, 15 minutes long. All right. He made this video March 12th of 2017. Now, he really took his time on the video. It's really well done. It's pretty well produced. I got some good information from it, so I wanted to talk about it. But I also wanted to use it as a benchmark. Okay. Because as of that video... There's a few things I'm going to tell you that he didn't mention because oh. I'm pretty sure they didn't exist yet. Really? So at the time he made the video on March 12th, 2017, there was seemingly no word from Starlight in years. Okay. Now he had a couple suggestions for reasons why this could be. The first one, it was a hoax. It right. was never real the whole time. Could that, never really provide proof that,
0: that was it my worked, starting aside position. from the
1: videos, yeah, which are fairly convincing, but maybe not impossible to fake.
0: Yeah, that was my starting position here, but I'm not. I don't know if I'm there right now.
1: <clears throat> the second option is that the government swooped in, figured out the formula, and they're keeping people quiet. So they have the they have Starlight, right, and they use it on the
0: aliens. Obviously, sure. on the aliens, it's all making sense. <laughs> Illuminati confirmed they,
1: they cover aliens in it so we can't burn them.
0: Yeah, it really pisses them off
1: because <laughs> aliens love to be burned totally,
0: they're like freaks. <laughs>
1: um, so I wanted to mention, I, uh, I just
0: wanted to mention. <laughs> I just, what a mensch Just dropping a just drop it a mensch with, <laughs> just, a mensch with Christy Davenport I left out Davenport. the <laughs> whole
1: second part of that word Because I got distracted by my Dr. Pepper
0: uh, uh, K-Dav's I, mensch corner
1: <laughs> Works on levels
0: Yeah
1: Um, I wanted to mention okay. That video before I get into What I'm going to tell you Because I want you to keep those theories in mind Sure So this is exciting because.
0: Is this a part you were all excited yeah, about? Yeah.
1: Because this is pretty new. Okay. And Laura, this is your answer. You want to know what happened to Starlight? Seemingly, it went away, it disappeared because the owner died.
0: But. The answer to this question on next week's Ghost <laughs> Chase. We'll see you. Good night. Woo! Yeah. No, let's not do that.
1: No, let's do it. All right, all right, all right, <laughs> no, bye. no, no, no. <laughs> okay. Come back. All right. <laughs> He didn't actually leave. He no. was there the whole time. You'd know that if this were the psychags podcast.
0: <laughs> they also wouldn't know that. <laughs> they would know nothing. Anyway.
1: Um so ten months ago, there was a crowdfunding campaign posted for Starlight. Okay. I now there's also now a Starlight website. It's Starlight the So if you look up Starlight on Google, it's Pretty high up there in the results, and it's the tagline. It says "Starlight, the fireproof miracle," <laughs> and the name of the website is starlighttechnologies.org. org.
0: Oh my god! I, so go look at that. I just remembered something, <laughs> and I'll talk about it later. But this is something's jogging my my memory here. Okay, I'll so tell you later.
1: I um. Is that the coffee beeping upstairs? Yes, the coffee pot
0: is beeping. <laughs> it's,
1: like, beckoning you. It's
0: neglectfully beckoning me. Yeah, <laughs> It's like, why won't you drink me? <laughs> I'm delicious. <laughs> There's ten whole cups of me. What are you doing? So,
1: I did some perusing of this website. Okay. I And I couldn't find any kind of date on the website to see when it was first created. Yeah. So, I can only assume that it was... After March 12th, 2017, because I've got some, I've got confidence in Zephyrus that if there was a website for Starlight at that time, he would have mentioned it. Sure. Because he did a fairly deep dive. He put a lot of time into the video. The research was pretty solid. And I found it in two seconds of just
0: typing in Starlight. If anything, he definitely would have found it and definitely would have wanted it to bolster his argument about what it was and all that. Right.
1: right. He he would have yeah. said, like, well, it hasn't disappeared because there's a website, you know? Yeah. Or something. Right. So I think it's pretty new.
0: That's sweet.
1: So on this website, um, the owner is listed as Chris Bennett. Okay. He claims to have been involved with Starlight for 20 years. He says that he first heard of Starlight 20 years ago, was interested in it, contacted Morris Ward, started working with him, and became very good friends with
0: him. Okay.
1: I'm going to wait to voice my questions until oh. I go through all this. Okay, sure. Um, so he claims he's working with Ward's daughter. So he's listed as the, um, the founder of and president of Starlight. Okay. The other founder and vice president of Starlight is listed as Nikki, I think I wrote it down somewhere. Um, basically Nikki Ward, but she has another last name too. Okay. Um, and she's one of Morris's daughters. Okay. Um, so he claims he's working with Ward's daughters who And as I said earlier, the only people who had the recipe were Ward and his family.
0: Sure, okay.
1: Uh, he claims that Boeing reverse-engineered and illegally got a patent for Starlight. So that's why they aren't around anymore gotcha. is because they got swooped.
0: Wait, so... So then I guess the, I wonder what the purpose is of establishing the company, building the website. It's
1: trying to get Starlight back.
0: It's tr- so they're trying to engage in, like, a patent war over, yeah. the, over so, this.
1: So here's my question, though. If you were involved with the company for 20 years, yeah, why are you just coming out now? How come no one has heard of you before now? How yeah. come your name was never brought up before now? Um, how come you weren't... Mentioned as far as someone who worked closely with Morris and knew the recipe aside from his family. Yeah. Um, How come you're the founder and president and the family member who knows the recipe, presumably, is the vice president? Yeah. Um, I just have a lot of questions. It
0: feels real shady to me. It would seem to suggest that maybe he's the guy that showed up and said, I know this belonged to your dad and I can help get it back. We're gonna make a company. I'm the president. We'll split it this way.
1: Yeah, like he, um, like he
0: thinks like he, like maybe he's the man with the plan. But but he's been around for 20 years. Seems really weird.
1: Right. It. I don't trust that claim. And I, I, didn't find. I couldn't find any information about him, not related to Starlight. So maybe someone else is better at that than me. Um, but I just I didn't even know how to search for him.
0: Yeah, right. Chris
1: Bennett is a fairly common name. Yeah, right. Um so he I just want to point out the website is weird.
0: Okay. What's the weird website about it? is
1: weird. It's disjointed. It has really low traffic. There's mm. only over a thousand views of it. It's been in existence for ten months. Only over a thousand views.
0: That's interesting.
1: Um there are like Music videos on it, just I guess like songs that he likes. Wait, there's really? Like, I think there's like a Sarah McLachlan one, and then there's like another one. It's like a medley of people from all over the world playing different instruments, um, making up a song. The song Higher Ground. That's like on the front page. That's, That's really, really weird. weird. Um, there are qu- quotes every now and then. One of them a Bible quote, okay. and it is. It's on the page about Boeing taking their patent. Okay. And it is Luke 15:7. I tell you that in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent.
0: Okay so
1: pretty pretty pointed at Boeing yeah. saying, you give us back what's ours and you'll be rewarded in heaven.
0: And right right underneath this, a picture of his own chest tattoo, which reads, only God can judge me. (laughs)
1: Um, There are documents with handwritten notes on them. There's like a supposedly internal document from Boeing discussing Morris Ward and Starlight and handwritten notes pointing out things on the document. Um, Okay. And then... Briefly, the crowdfunding website. The crowdfunding site was founded May 10th of 2017. Okay. It's a GoFundMe. Yeah. It doesn't look like anyone's really given money yet. They want $100,000. So it's been up for 10 months.
0: GoFundMe is suspicious in and of itself. Right. Like, if you're serious, if you and want I'm, to raise capital for something... Right. GoFundMe is, is, is strictly for, like, charitable things.
1: Yeah, and right? I'm finding... So when I looked up, I was trying to get back to the GoFundMe, so I looked up Starlight, uh, like crowd sharing, yeah. and I got results that were a YouTube video that said um, Indiegogo campaign video. So it looks like he might have had an Indiegogo campaign at some point yeah. that probably got taken down because I couldn't find an actual Indiegogo campaign now.
0: Yeah. So
1: that is really curious to me.
0: That's so, so, that sounds like someone who got knocked out of a campaign. Yeah. Where's the Indiegogo
1: terms. campaign? Yeah. Um,
0: hashtag, no where's, one's,
1: the <laughs> where's the go-go? Where's the go-go? where
0: to go go? Hashtag, where'd <it> go go?
1: <laughs> Make that happen.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> blow up that hashtag.
1: All of our many listeners. <laughs> um, so basically the answer is, they went, it it went away because the founder died, yeah. but someone is trying to at least make it sound like he still has it, has yeah. the formula, and wants to bring it back. I'm very suspicious of Chris Bennett. Yeah. I'm very suspicious he has anything to do with the family. Yeah, I kind of would like to continue looking into this. Maybe. Yeah. Um. Maybe reach out to some people and see what they say yeah um I did reach out to Zephyrus on YouTube. The video was his video was published March 12th, but all this stuff seems to be newer than that. Right. So I posted a comment on the video and said hey, came across your video while doing research for my podcast. Yeah, um I found some stuff that seemingly wasn't around when you made the video. You put a lot of time into this and I thought you might want to know right they have a website now. Um, there's a GoFundMe campaign now. These are the things that I found that you find interesting. So remember that Zephyrus thought maybe the government swooped in or someone swooped in mm-hmm. and, um, has this formula and it's keeping people hush hush about it. Yeah. that's exactly why this guy is claiming. Maybe not the government, but Boeing specifically.
0: Right. The idea that they essentially, I mean, they won is how, like, you know, like lots of people steal in these circumstances. They're the ones that won. They got it registered And I also
1: I wanted to point out, like, as much as (laughs) I like to root for the underdog and I I don't like corporations swindling people out of their intellectual property, but they didn't patent it. Right. That seems nuts. And he says... They illegally got a patent. No. No. They didn't illegally get a patent. Right. They got a patent. They, like, you, it doesn't matter if yeah. you don't think it was fair and maybe it was shady. But, but Morris Ward didn't get a patent. And I understand his reasons for not getting a patent. But he didn't protect his efforts. He didn't protect his intellectual property. And unfortunately, he passed away. And yeah. no one until now seems to have done anything about that. Yeah. Like... If his family would have worked quickly, maybe they could have gotten a patent right after he died. Yeah. If this was a legitimate product and did what it claimed to do
0: it's what strikes me about it is like his <laughs> seemingly his like reticence around doing anything real with it was not wanting people to figure out what it was. yeah but if he had patented it, he could have for a long time had the sole rights to it right you know i mean that, so, that would have been so much better than the alternative who
1: knows if it. If it didn't do what it claimed to do, or maybe it never really existed. Yeah. Maybe it was all a con. Yeah. Um, I don't want to believe that. I want to believe that it was a real product, but believing that it was a real product means there's something we're going on now. Yeah. Um, or even if it's not a a real product, I don't know about this Chris Bennett guy. Mm -hmm. I don't know about the family working with him. Um... It seems like, so on the website, they have, like, a lot of claims as far as what Starlight can do and who they're working with. And there's things about, like, programs that... Yeah. That Chris Bennett has been involved in that don't really have anything to do with Starlight. It's yeah. just talking about stuff that he's done.
0: And then there's like a really cool like live fish jam from 2014. <laughs> I'm and telling
1: you, Dave, we're going to look at this website <laughs> later because it is. It
0: sounds so unprofessional. Weird. Yeah. It's weird. So it's not
1: professional. It
0: suggests to me that it's a, a load of malarkey.
1: I'm worried that it's someone taking advantage of a family. I'm worried that it's someone just trying to get money. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if the family even knows it exists. That's my first question is, are they actually involved or is he just making up claims?
0: Right. Um. Seems like something GoFundMe would be interested in having an answer to as well. Especially right. considering they're looking for a hundred, a
1: hundred. A hundred thousand. Yeah.
0: That's a lot to yeah. offer people. Yeah. And I did like
1: anyone had donated anything in 10 months. Yeah. Like a few people had seen it. Right. But I didn't really see any donations.
0: Hashtag where'd it go go? Where'd it go go? That's a that's that's a big one for me.
1: Yeah. So I was excited because I might have uncovered something that no one's talking about yet. Yeah. There were articles about Starlight and where'd it go, but they were all from like 2012 and 2013.
0: Right. Like nobody's no talking one's about talking the fact about that it again on the web.
1: now except Zephyrus, and this stuff seems to have come out after that yeah. video. So. I'm glad that I reached out to Zephyrus. I don't know if he's even still making YouTube videos. Right. Um, I did subscribe to the channel just in case. Yep. And...
0: Click that subscribe button. um,
1: Hopefully he gets that comment and responds and he can do another video or update that one if he wants to, whenever. But... um, I didn't even mention what the name of our podcast was because I didn't want to, like, do that on his comments. (laughs) Yeah, right. If he asks, of course, I'll say. But
0: (sighs) Yeah, that's probably bad form in a public comment Right. I
1: didn't want it to seem like I was trying to get attention for my podcast. Yeah, right. I just wanted to honestly let him know, like, I think there's a development here and it's fucking weird.
0: (laughs) It is so weird. It's got, like, all these... Super sketchy circumstances. It's surrounding like I
1: it. uncovered a weird conspiracy, I, and I'm I so know. excited.
0: This is this is your first like actual break.
1: Yeah, of like
0: like something that. And nobody, now I'm going
1: to be a journalist.
0: That's right. And now we're both going to get murdered.
1: I'm going to go undercover and work for Starlight.
0: <laughs> oh man, wouldn't that make a podcast? <laughs> I worked for Starlight so. for a whole week, and it was weird. <laughs>
1: Mostly, he just played me videos of people playing the song "Higher Ground." Um, he's like, "Have you seen this one?" And we just watched YouTube all day.
0: I could imagine this guy as just being like, like just some burned-out guy who will make you sit on his couch and explain <laughs> how, like, you know, like every like government, like taxes, theft, man, and, and like smoking a big blunt. And like, there's video
1: of him because he does the video for the the um, GoFundMe campaign himself. Okay. So we can watch that together, too. I do want to watch this tonight. Yeah, so I'm I'm stoked that I found this. It yeah. seems like I'm the first person talking about this.
0: We need to keep an eye on this.
1: I am going to. I'm maybe going to dig a little bit more and yeah. see what I can find. If anyone decides to look into it with us and you find anything, let us know.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: Um, Maybe someone's better at finding people or finding things out about people on the internet when they have really common names like Chris Bennett. Right. Um, (laughs) Sure. Do not dox anybody for the sake of everything that's nice and
0: lovely. Yeah, for God's sake, don't do that. Um,
1: But if you find – if anyone cares and looks into it and you find anything, please let us know because – I'm getting the like a weird feeling yeah. about it and I, I'm just amazed that no one else has noticed. Yeah. Well Because it was easy to find
0: a thousand views is, is like nothing on the internet. Right. And and, and of all course I had half to of those do, are his own views. Right? Yeah,
1: all I had to do was look up Starlight. Yeah. But who is looking up Starlight anymore?
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. It's, Just
1: it... us and maybe some <laughs> random YouTubers.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm mean, like, I'm sure pe- there are people who are interested, but I hadn't even heard the words. Right.
1: Until. I had never heard of it. Yeah. Seriously, only people would.
0: thank you for bringing yeah, up something. Laura, else. Laura. Yeah. Laura. Laura. <laughs> this is so <laughs> This is so good.
1: Um, <laughs> only people who would know about this are people who thought to look up Starlight in the past 10 months. Yeah, right. And why would they? Right. Because they do a weird little podcast. And one of their friends suggested it. Why else? Why else? Because it's been dead since 2011. Sure, yeah. There's been no word of it since 2011. It just The most recent articles I could find were, like, from 2013.
0: Right. Which means it just sort of enters the popular mythos, and then people, why bother looking anymore?
1: Right. It's like, oh, that was a thing. It doesn't exist anymore. Don't really know why. That guy passed away. That sucks. And then everyone's moved on. Yeah. And here we are. So yeah. I just want full credit when the story breaks.
0: <laughs> okay. It
1: was me.
0: Okay. We'll keep, we'll keep that in mind. <laughs> um, that was fantastic.
1: And also Laura, because I wouldn't have gone looking without her. Yes. She gets credit, too. Uh, Dave, you get none.
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> I accept this. I, I am prepared to accept this.
1: Um, I'll buy you something nice.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Oh, Oh, you know, some like cute boxers
1: or something. (laughs) (laughs) You could parade around in once I'm famous and wealthy.
0: (laughs) All right. (laughs) I'm liking this arrangement wherein you're famous and wealthy and I just wear underwear.
1: (laughs) 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 It's a pretty pretty good deal. It's
0: a sweet life, man. (laughs) Just walking around in in boxers, watching Hulu. I'm fine (laughs) with it.
1: I said nothing of Hulu. Oh,
0: shit. <laughs> um, thank you for that awesome research. That was really cool. I can't wait to watch the rest of these videos tonight and see what else we can look up together. And, and just... I'm
1: flying high yeah. on this discovery.
0: <clears throat> Pretty cool. Pretty yeah. curious.
1: This Honestly, this is the first time this has happened on the podcast where we found something that feels like it's a hot take. You know, yeah. like it's fresh information that maybe other people haven't seen yet or not many people have seen yet because a lot of times we're looking into historical stuff or we're looking into pretty well-known conspiracy theories or things that a lot of people do know about, but maybe the people listening to our podcast haven't heard about in-depth or we haven't heard about in-depth. Right. But... This is just a first, and I'm super excited. And I'll give you guys updates if anything comes of it. It may not, but we. It will may be not, looking. but we'll keep an eye out. And I do want to pursue yeah. the research a little more and maybe make try to make contact. I gotta with set people. up a
0: Google alert on this stuff. We should.
1: <laughs> we definitely should.
0: Um, <clears throat> I guess that brings us to the end of our show here. Yeah. Uh, this was super cool. Um. I'm looking forward to the rest of this, learning more about this. Thank you for listening, as always, every Wednesday to our Goose Chase podcast. Yeah, except
1: last Wednesday. Yes. When we just didn't do it because we couldn't life properly.
0: Just lazy bums. We we were were really busy.
1: Full disclosure, I still didn't do the research until last
0: night. (laughs) Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. Because I'm an asshole and I procrastinate, but... I'm your procrastinating asshole, America.
0: As am I. <laughs> uh, so, thank you. We will see you again in another week with another episode of Goose Chase Podcast. Goose Chase. See you next week. Bye. Bye-bye.
1: You've been listening to Goose Chase. We are Goose Chase Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter, our handle is at Chase Pod. And our website is www.goosechasepodcast.com.
0: If you have any topics you'd like us to research, please email us at goosechasepodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. If you like what we do on the show, please rate and review us on iTunes and Google Play.
1: Want to go on a goose chase?
0: Ooh, yes.